Hello, friends. Welcome to Emmanuel Cares, a podcast of Emmanuel Lutheran Church of Shirley, Wisconsin. I am Pastor Dave Rudat. Today's sermon is from Luke 5, verses 1 to 11. The sermon theme is, The Catch is There. Let's join the worshipers on February 6, 2022. Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father, through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. God's word for today from Luke chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. One time while the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, that is, the Sea of Galilee. He saw two boats there along the lake shore. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Jesus got into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. He sat down and began teaching the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered him, Master, we worked hard all through the night and caught nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught a large number of fish, and their nets were about to tear apart. They signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Go away from me, because I am a sinful man, Lord. For Peter and all those with him were amazed at the number of fish they had caught. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Have no fear. From now on, you will be catching people. After they had brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. This is God's word. I invite you to pray with me. Direct us now, gracious Lord, to hear aright your holy word. Assist your minister to preach, and let the Holy Spirit teach, and let eternal life be found by all who hear the gospel sound. Amen. In the name of Jesus, dear fellow fishers of men. Do not be afraid, Jesus said. From now on, you will be catching people. The call of our Lord Jesus to his disciples to be followers and to be fishers of men, just like you and I are. However, that fishing of men had already started. Jesus had been preaching in Nazareth and Capernaum. We've got, in the the beginning of this account, we've got people crowding to Jesus, getting closer and closer. The catching of people had already started. Some people were inside of the net, but not all. Jesus went to Nazareth. He spoke the word of God to them. He was casting out his net And the people of Nazareth said, wait a minute, you're saying you're the Messiah. We don't want that. They tried to push him off a cliff. Not everyone was listening. Capernaum, there was lots of people crowding around Jesus like paparazzi, but not everybody. 
There were still some people back in Capernaum and back in their homes, living their lives, taking their kids to this activity and that activity, maybe saying to themselves, we know what Jesus is going to say. We don't need to go and hear it again. Or maybe I'll get around to it later. I've got things to do. Jesus was casting nets, sharing the word of God. The Sea of Galilee is an interesting scene for what is about to take place. Sea of Galilee, if you think of when I was growing up and I always heard my pastor talk about the Sea of Galilee, I always envisioned it to be like Lake Winnebago. Lake Winnebago. And if you look at the, the stats of Lake Winnebago versus the Sea of Galilee, Lake Winnebago is 30 miles long, 10 miles wide. The Sea of Galilee, 13 miles long, eight miles wide, about half the size Lake Winnebago. They're alike in that there's a bowl shape around them, so as you're getting closer to the lake, you're going down further and further. Provided a natural amphitheater for Jesus to speak to God's people who came to hear his message. So much so that there wasn't any room. So Jesus As he is speaking this message, he notices the fishermen. And the fishermen are there washing their nets, meaning they're cleaning out their nets, they're fixing their nets, they're getting it ready for the next trip. And there's a little bit of an embarrassment among those fishermen. They had worked all night and caught nothing. Jesus sees Simon Peter there, and his net apparently is already washed and ready for the next trip, the next fishing excursion. So he goes to Simon Peter, asks Simon Peter to go out a little bit from shore so that he could continue to preach and teach God's people from the boat. That's exactly what happened. Jesus sat in the boat, as rabbis did. Um, it's, It's a little bit different for us in our culture. It would be it would be strange if I took my bar stool away from the office and put it right in the middle of this sanctuary here and sat on it and preached from it. You guys would say, what are you doing, Pastor? But that's what Jesus did. He would sit to teach. Simon Peter was in that boat listening to what Jesus had to say. The sermon was over. The lesson was over. And then... Simon Peter is going to get another lesson. For you see, the word of God doesn't just go out and cast a net of people to come in, but it calls us to grow deeper in our relationship with Jesus. Jesus says to him, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Now tell me, when you're listening to these words of Jesus... Do you see any ambiguity? Let down your nets for a catch. Is that the same thing as Pastor Rudat saying, I'm going to go out for a run today? You smile at him and Pastor, Pastor, you're not going out for a run today. No way, right? If someone were to say to you, I'm going to go out for a beer, is there any ambiguity? Is there any possibility that they would go to the bar and not actually consume any alcohol? 
When we say, I'm going to go out for something, is there any ambiguity there? There's no ambiguity in Jesus' words to Simon. Put out your net, let down your nets for a catch. The catch is there in the deep. Go get it. Now, is that what Simon Peter heard? He definitely understood it later when he actually put out those nets. But at that moment, Simon Peter was telling Jesus, stay in your lane. He says, Master, we worked hard all through the night and caught nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. Jesus, you're asking me not only to be embarrassed in front of the crowd, not catching anything, but now that after you've spoken, you want the crowd to watch us go out into the deep and watch us cast that net into the deep where the fish aren't. Simon Peter did not look out into the deep and see bubbles forming up. He didn't see fish jumping out. He had nothing to go on except for the word of God. Jesus calls Simon to do something he was not comfortable with. Outside of his comfort zone, take Jesus at his word that out there in the deep is a catch. Jesus calls us to do the same. To get outside of our comfort zone and do things we don't want to do. For example, forgive. Is that something we're comfortable doing when somebody wrongs us and they come to us and say, I'm sorry, is it the thing that we naturally want to do and say, I forgive you? What we want is to hold a grudge. When God says to us, be generous with what you have, not just in church, but be generous. Take care of those in need. Is that what we want to do? Jesus says, bless those who curse you. When people say bad things to us, is it natural for us to say, I want what's best for them. I want to bless them. The Lord says, love your enemies. Is that what we want to do or is that difficult? Is that outside of our comfort zone? The Lord says, tell others about Jesus and what he has done. Have the conversations about things that really matter. Their eternal welfare of their soul. Is that something we want to do? Jesus calls you and I to do the very things we don't want to do. Because it reveals who exactly is our God. We say, first commandment says, we shall have no other gods. Completely agree, God. 
No other gods. You are the only God. But then God says, I want you to do something you don't want to do because you love me. And we say, I'm sorry. Forgive somebody. No. Bless them instead of cursing them. Have the difficult conversation with my family member or my friend. What, what, if, what if it doesn't go well and I lose that relationship? Who then has become your God? Your friend, your relationship, essentially you. There is only enough room on the mantle of your heart for one thing, and that is God. Peter had nothing to go on. No bubbles on the deep, no fish jumping out of the water, just the word of Jesus, and he said, Lord, because you say so, I will let down the net. When they had done this, he says in verse 6, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were about to tear apart. They signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled their boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' feet. Get all away from me because I am a sinful man, Lord. It's a wonderful picture that the Greek paints for us. That they go out to the deep and there the fish are in this big blob, this big group, just big enough for that net to fit around. Tell me, is that what fish normally do? Don't you have to have a trolling motor to catch those fish? But they're just sitting there, waiting for Simon. The boat comes, they don't leave the boat. They're right there. They don't go anywhere. They're just sitting there alive because they're breaking the nets. They're not all dead sitting out there. They're, they're breaking the nets. They're alive. They're full of life. The nets began to break. They call for help. It almost seems like the boats are going to sink, but they, but they don't. And Simon Peter finally had to understand. The lesson is learned. He falls at Jesus' feet in humility and says, Go away from me. I am a sinful man, Lord. The humility of Simon Peter is a humility that is not found these days. We are living in an information age, but not an age of humility. Everyone's doing their own research. They know better. Whether it's QAnon or Dr. Fauci, they know better. Where is the humility of recognizing who is God and who is not? Simon Peter had that realization that he was standing in the presence of an all-holy God. Yes, Jesus was not a fisherman. That wasn't his vocation. But he was God. He can do anything he wants to do.
Humility is a good thing for God's people to have, not just in life, but also looking at our own ministry together. The ministry here at Emmanuel is not one person's ministry. It is our ministry. And it will prosper not because of a person or a personality or a program, but because God's humble people share his word with others. Are we doing that? You know, we had our annual meeting where I put together our annual report and I had to send it off to Synod for a statistical report so our Synod could see some trends and see where some area that needs attention. One of the statistics that really jumped out at me is the lack of numbers of new people coming in. How many people did we share the gospel with that hadn't heard it before? Now, I indict myself in all of this and saying we could be doing more, but it's more than just me. Even Jesus had disciples. If Jesus didn't do all the work by himself, why do you expect pastor to do all the work for you? Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for the catch. The catch is there. Now, don't misunderstand me. The point of the miraculous catch of fish is not that if we get our life right, if we, if we are actually sharing God's word with other people, that there's going to be this huge catch of people. That's not the point. The point of that parable is the one who told Peter to go out to the deep is God. And that miraculous vital catch of fish reminded Peter and all those around him that the one who is speaking plainly the word of God is God. He is the same God who says to you and I, don't Be afraid. Don't be afraid of your relationships if you have to talk about things that really matter. Don't be afraid about what people will think about you if you talk about things that really matter, if you talk about Jesus and forgiveness. Don't be afraid to bless instead of curse. Don't be afraid to forgive instead of having a grudge. Don't be afraid. The word works. The catch is there. We all have a catch. People we know that could hear some humble Christians coming to them and saying, let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the word of God. Let's talk about your need for him and my need. The catch is there. Not everybody listened to Jesus. Not everybody listened to the apostles. This is in no way a promise of a huge catch. That's not the point. The point is that the catch is there. And if you are saying to yourself, there is nobody in my life that needs to hear about Jesus, then you need to be put out into the deep water. Go out there. It's there. You need to go outside of your comfort zone. The catch is there.
Jesus says to Peter, Jesus says to you and me, don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch people. Not using your personality or your uh, some witty program, but using you. Your relationship with Jesus fed through the word. The word that he gives to you, to equip you to use. That word will work. For the catch is there. Let down your nets. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God, which is beyond all human understanding, keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.